Hey, Murray, where are you going with those bones? This food's for Wags the dog. He kept me awake all last night. He was barking because he was hungry. Food? Did you say food, Murray? I'm really hungry. Oh, Anthony, you're always hungry. Anthony, this food's for Wags the dog, not Anthony the Wiggle. Oh, me, oh, my. He barks all day and night. Here comes Wags, my dog Wags. He eats so much that his tummy drags. Oh, me, oh, my. He barks all day and night. He runs around and digs the ground. He plays with bones and he makes this sound. My dog wags. Does it? Mm-hmm. It does. It it it, it wags more than its tail. Actually, it's uh, not not a very um, not a very good dog. My dog has no nose. Why why is that? No, you're supposed to say how does it smell? How, how does it smell? <laughs> Bloody terrible. Okay. The reason why. <laughs> oh God. <clears throat> what's got? What's got? Four legs and has trouble getting up a set of stairs backwards. A Jesus. corgi with a hard on. <laughs> <laughs> that even made me laugh. Uh, uh, oh, hang on, backwards would be easier, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, sorry, frontwards. <laughs> 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 Let's do that again. <laughs> what is. <laughs> Oh, oh, and this is a great prelude to our next guest. <laughs> We've got a very special, a very special guest today. Who knows all about my dog Wags? That's right. He his name is Murray Cook, and Murray and Murray Murray you know, was Murray was a, is a former Wiggle, but I think Color. I think he still Can comes. You remember? No, I don't actually remember. <laughs> my kids are older now. It's been a long time. Oh, uh, you know, I know all their songs because my kids just happen to have grown up at their peak. Uh, yep. You know, when the Wiggles were the, the Wiggles, now they're franchised, so they're it's any any man and his dog is in the team. But uh Well Wags then, is still there. <laughs> That's the dog. <laughs> Wags, Wags is still there. But but uh you know, it's when the core team were the uh the, the, the people that we grew familiar with. Um and Murray was one of them. And we'll we'll get into a little bit of that with Murray today. But also Murray has gone on to Murray's a fine musician. I don't know if you know that. He wasn't in the cockroaches, no, I didn't know that. but um he's a fine musician, a great guitarist, and has played in a lot of different bands. Um Who are the and, cockroaches, by the way? You may as well explain it for our listeners. Oh, okay. So the cockroaches were the would would you say um the precursor? Is that the right word? Yeah, precursor to to the Wiggles, yeah, yeah, and, and, and ap- uh, aptly named because uh, New South Welshmen are known as cockroaches too. That's right, and I can tell you, Tony Field is a big rugby league fan, and he, I think they even did a um, a State of Origin song. They did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you uh, YouTube it, you'll you'll find it there. It's uh it's pretty funny, um, but. Let's not dwell on the Wiggles today with Murray. Let's talk about what he's doing now, why he left. You know all the all the stuff that people probably don't know. Yeah, a bit of a uh, bit of a background story to um, he, his um, his playing career. Yeah, yeah, where he grew up. You know all that sort of stuff. The stuff that we we like to delve into. That's right. Let's get him on. Okay. 
Welcome to the Float Your Boat podcast about how everyday people created their road to success. The highs, the lows, pitfalls and potholes and how they overcame it all. And now, here are your hosts. It's a, uh, I haven't for a long time. <laughs> right, right, right. Because because it's been since, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember me, but we caught up at uh, Newcastle when, uh, when Brett was playing... Uh, was no, you, no, was it, no, it was it? No, it was Marrickville Bowler. Marrickville. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. At uh, the Bowler. No, no, no. At the uh, uh, Marrickville, uh, the factory. The factory. Oh, that, factory. That's yeah, the yeah, factory. that's it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. You were out, out the back. Yeah. Uh, did you, were you wearing a kilt that day? No. <laughs> no, not me. No, no, I, Brett. I was. Brett, was. <laughs> Brett, Brett, Brett. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brett. Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm a nobody out the back in the green room, you know, just, uh, is it, a, is it called the green room or the blue room? What's uh, it called? The, the room that bands wait in. The one at the factory is more like just a dirty yellow colour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in rock and roll, they don't really call them green rooms. It's just the band room. I yeah, think. the band, the band, or, or the, the band room, or the broom closet, or, or the men's <laughs> toilet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was surprisingly. It, it was. It surprisingly it smelled really nice, and uh, and 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 uh, didn't smell like a like a uh, football team locker room. Oh, that's because the, the all nighters are very clean people. That's us. Uh, these days, clean yeah, to a these, core. These, these days. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're well, well, Murray. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, just you know. How's oh, how's COVID, how's COVID treating you, Murray? Uh, it's not treating me at all, which is good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been all right. I've been sort of self-isolating mostly, but we've been yeah, doing a few things. And, um, uh, yeah, the worst thing is my, my dad, I told Brett, my dad's been sick and he's in hospital. Yeah. Only, only mum can visit him, so that's, that hasn't been great. He's, oh, he's doing so all right at the moment. So, so they're excluding everyone from the family apart from like yeah, you, the closest. Yeah, you can only have one. You have to nominate one visitor and, and they're the only ones who can visit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That must be tough. Yeah, it's yeah, because he, he's. I mean, he's doing okay, but he's he is on the way out. He's um he's got um myeloma, which is kind of cancer. So he's been a bit up and down. But uh, I talked to him on the phone, and he accidentally Facetimed me the other day. So. There you go. <laughs> you know, old, old people in technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it <laughs> yeah, was George nice knows about that, don't you, George? Yeah, thanks, thanks very much. <laughs> me too. I'm a techno whiz. <laughs> Well, I um, I've turned on, uh, I've turned it on, so we can just start. Oh, so, okay. George, you can start. Off you go. Welcome to our podcast, Murray Cook. How are you? I'm good, guys. Good, good to see you. Yeah, you're you're an old friend of uh, Brady Boys. You go back uh, a number of uh, years. Uh, I, I and uh, and uh, you both come from the music from a music background. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, um. I- and I know um, Andy Travis, who was in the Happening Thing, and before that, the Milky Bar Kids posted something—a <laughs> um, worksheet from the Mansell Room. And I think they started at like one o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday night. Oh, that's crazy, <laughs> right? Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you think you think that didn't actually phase anyone? Like we still turned up, and no one. Uh, there was no RBT. There was no. Uh, there was there was no noise. Uh, no noise restrictions or uh, or uh, early closing. I also have it. I also have a, I also have a theory that um, uh, that 
you could actually live on the dole in those days. So I think a lot of people we did <laughs> go out on a Tuesday night and just sleep in. So. It's amazing. I mean, if you had enough, if you had enough money for petrol and uh, and, and a, a few beer. beers <laughs> and a few beers, it was enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so Murray, let's go back. Yeah. Where did you? Uh, where were you born, and where did you grow up? Yeah, I was, I'm a country boy. I, I was born in Cowra in New South Wales. And uh, when you I, broke out? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one before, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, George hasn't got many originals. <laughs> oh, come right. on. Come on. That's original. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a million of them. None of them are funny. <laughs> oh, you, what about you should talk? <laughs> and uh, yeah, my dad was in the police. So we moved around a little bit. In, uh, 1968, when I was eight, we moved to Orange. And I had most of my teens in Orange, and um, and that's kind of where I really got into music and um, uh, started playing guitar and all that fun stuff. And yeah. then uh, when I was sixteen, we the family moved to Sydney and uh, moved to the the Sutherland Shire, and uh, oh. did my last two years of school down there. And, oh, which school? Endeavour, Endeavour High School. Endeavour High. Oh, I went to Caringbar. Yeah. Oh, did you? I did. Was your dad? They could spit across the road at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was your dad still in the coppers? Was he down yeah. down that way? He was, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He was all over. He, he um, uh, yeah, he moved around quite a lot, but we stayed we stayed put. But um, he, um, you know, was in the city, and eventually, they, after I'd left home, they they went to Newcastle for a while and Goulburn. And so, yeah, he he was he was in the cops till about twenty five years ago. Yeah, right. When he retired, so, so he retired at a, at a senior rank. I take yeah, it. yeah, he was an assistant commissioner. So how did how did it go down for him? I mean, he was a obviously he was a like straighty one eighty and and yeah. uh, you know a, a, a rigorous defender of the law. What did he think of a son that was uh, you know a, a musician and an artiste? <laughs> well, he quite um, he's he's re- relayed this a few times to various people, but he he said um, the classic you know. You'd have to get a proper job and everything. <laughs> get a haircut. <laughs> get a real job. Yeah. So no, they, they, they were both really supportive of me playing music, and right. and they liked it as a hobby. But you know, they they never thought it was really a career. But, but he's since he's since said he, he's you know he said oh, I was wrong about that. But um, but he could have just as easily been right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, I was well, going to say we're, that. Well, we're, we're going to we're going to get into it because um, I mean. I'm I'm staring at two guys that that had a modicum of success, uh, whereas so many people have not, and uh, and dare I say it, even people with a hell of a lot more talent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, excuse me, I, <laughs> I resemble I that comment. Not, not not in your case, Murray, but in. in <laughs> oh no, I'm owning it. I'm owning it. <laughs> so so the, the the thing is the thing is so what um I mean, okay. We're, we're we're jumping ahead a little bit, but but if you had to reflect on what was the real um, reason for your success, what would you say it was? Uh, I think it's coming up with something that kind of no one else is really doing in the same way that you're doing, um, and uh, there's a lot of luck, um, you know, coming along at the right time, meeting the right people. I mean, I, I, I met Anthony, um, who who had been in the cockroaches at university. And we started doing this thing, and we we just thought it was a hobby. We didn't think it was going to take off. Um, uh, so yeah, me look, it was just fate that we met, or just you know coincidence that we met. Um, but then there's a lot of it's hard work as well. You know, you got you got to put that the hours the hours in, and and it's also sometimes a leap of faith. I, I guess when we first with the Wiggles, when we first um, decided to quit our jobs and 
we didn't really know whether we could make a go of it, but you, sometimes you just got to go, okay, we're just going to give it a go and see what happens and really dedicate ourselves to it. So I think it's a, it's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And in our yeah. case too, um, just our background, because um, it, it, it's more than just being a, a musician, we, you know, because we were early childhood teachers, we had that as well. So, yeah. um, But I think it's a lot of it's belief in yourself, um, belief in what you're doing, you know, uh, listening to advice but not exclusively following it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Brett, Brett often goes on about how it's uh, luck and timing, luck and timing. It's huge. It's a huge part of it. But, but you can't do it. Pl- plenty of people have that, but if you don't put the work in, you know, it's sure. not going to happen. Um, so it, it is things like, I mean, I, I was just thinking about that then. I mean, the Wiggles was doing something quite different and, um, and the all-nighters were, you know, they were, they were following things that were happening overseas, but they were the first ones really to do it here and do it really well. You have to do yeah. it well too, that's the other thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, let's go back. Let's go back to those early years. Um, you you obviously uh, went on to university. That must have made your dad and mum very happy. Um, and you studied what? Uh, sorry, you broke up a bit then. Was it- oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> so um, you you ended you finished up at Endeavour High, yeah, and uh, and then you went off to study what? Well, I I started an arts degree um, straight from school. Um, and I, I really didn't enjoy it that much. I, I just didn't enjoy the experience of university at that time. Mm. Um, it just wasn't right for me at, at the time. I don't think I was mature enough. And, and I was, so I, I quit that after just under a year. And, um, and, you know, my dad said, oh, if you're not going to go to uni, you've got to get a job. So I went and worked in the public service, the tax oh, yeah. office, for oh. quite, a few, quite a few years. The tax office or any public service job, was pretty pretty good if you're an aspiring musician because uh, I, I was playing in bands by this stage um, around Sydney and, and uh, uh, it was good because you had flexi time. You know, they, they turned a blind eye sometimes if you turned up a bit late or if you're a little <laughs> bit tired after playing <laughs> in the band's room at, on, on a Tuesday night. But, you know, so I played in bands during that time too. I had one band in the late 70s, early 80s called The Transistors, and that then morphed into another one called Finger Guns. And we, we did a few, a uh, couple of records, just singles, and and, um, uh, and we played lots of gigs. That was the great thing about that time, the, 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 uh, the late 70s, early 80s. It was just bands and pubs everywhere. Um, and, you like, even if you're pretty terrible, you could get a gig. And when we first started, <laughs> we were pretty terrible. <laughs> but we played all over the place and, you know, um, and, and met lots of people and, and had a just great experience. But after about seven or eight years, I, I kind of went, well, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to, music's not going to be my thing. Uh, and I didn't, certainly didn't want to stay at the tax office. So that's, the, I went back to university or went, went and did a new course and I thought I'd do teaching. Um, and I looked into it and uh, early childhood teaching seemed really interesting. It was a like, slightly different focus. It was instead of, in, in primary and that, that kind of and, and later years, they focus much more on curriculum and mm. uh, learning the curriculum and learning how to teach those things. But early childhood, they do much more about where, where's the child at. It's sort of based around child development much more. And also there was a lot of the use of the arts and music. And uh, it just, and if I did the course, you could, do, you could teach preschool or teach in childcare or, or primary school. So it just seemed really flexible and, and interesting. So I went there and, and uh, went, Went to what became part of Macquarie University. It was the Institute of Early Childhood, and uh, 
and there were 500 students in the course of which five were guys. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll be outnumbered. That was handy, but <laughs> uh, you know, to a young lad, that would have been a dream come true. Surely, I would have yeah. discovered that well, back in the funny, day. I was I was the old man there because most of them were just straight out of school. So I was like That's 28, right. and I'm right. 18. So it was the first time. Uh, you know, I, I felt a little bit old, even though I was only 28. Yeah, well, it must have been intimidating because you would have been the uh, the older, more handsome, sophisticated man. <laughs> well, you partly right. <laughs> I'll let you decide which part. Yeah, but and um, that but that's when I ran in, you know, met Anthony, and then later Greg, who became part of the Wiggles, and um, so it was you know for me. It, like it was such a huge part of my journey, really, and it's where where the Wiggles really began was was back there. And, and by that time, uh, the, the Field Brothers had finished up uh, with the Cockroaches. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I, um, uh, it was kind of a couple of years after the after she's the one and the first album, which was a big hit. And uh, yep. Anthony used to um, used to go off on tour um, sometimes, or, or sometimes someone would fill in for him. So they were still playing quite a lot. Um, uh, but yeah, while we were there, it's kind of it kind of petered out a bit more, and um, uh, it's funny actually because one of the reasons he went to to uh, to do the course was he was sick of all the touring, and um, then the Wiggles toured way more than the Cockroach. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, well, <laughs> well, we'll get we'll get onto that in a yeah. minute. I mean, you know, uh, it was uh, it's funny it, it's funny because um, you you guys um, really. You said it happened by accident, but you guys, you guys opened up a whole new genre of music, I suppose. Um, yeah, well, we did it in a different way. There were there was obviously kids' music around, but it tended to be more, um, you know, a guy with an acoustic guitar just singing by himself, like Peter Coombe or um, or people like that. And um, and you know, they, they were great, and kids loved it. And, and uh, but I think we brought a different sort of energy to it by having four of us, and uh, and we treated it much more like a rock and roll band. Um, presented like that, and I think um, I think kids liked it, but I think parents liked it too because it parents, sort of reminded them. I think uh, I, I mean, speaking from my own personal example, I think uh, you know, it, 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 you, you talk about timing. It was just right at the time where where parents were becoming, particularly mothers, were becoming a little bit more indulgent with their children. Yeah, I think there's probably an element of that. <laughs> yes, yes, and and they actually, you know, they enjoyed. I mean, one of the one of the uh, Things that I observed, uh, which I which I marvelled at, uh, because I've actually went to a couple of uh, okay. concerts, and I was surrounded like like your you know your university days. I was surrounded by mostly women, yeah. <laughs> and I found it remarkable that they wanted to dance as much as their children. Yeah, we did find that as it, especially as it went on. I think um, you know in the early days it was it was and it was always really geared to the child. But I think um, as parents you know, and mostly mums got 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 to know it. Better and they got to know the songs. Um, yeah, they, they they seemed to get into it almost as much. And we've heard lots of stories of, of parents saying that they were driving in the car with the Wiggles on on the CD player, and um, after about half an hour, they realised they didn't have any kids with them. <laughs> they kind of didn't. Notice. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I don't think there were any stories of uh, you know ladies throwing their bras or their knickers on. No, there's no, no. <laughs> no. Although no, we did no. have. Um, a, when we were in America, we did have some stalkers, so that was um, bizarre and a bit scary. <laughs> that, that's that's always scary, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, how did you handle how did you handle that those situations? 
Oh, you mostly you kind of ignored it, but if they got a bit out of hand, um, we had like a form letter from the office that <laughs> would be sent out, and that usually usually stopped them. You know? Yeah, right, right. So, Murray, how many years did you actually? Because the touring probably started pretty quickly um, when the Wiggles sort of started to hit. How long? How long were you yeah. touring for? Uh, about eighteen years, eighteen, nineteen years. Um, it's kind of, uh, no, it's actually, uh, yeah, 19 years. Um, yeah, we started full-time touring in 93 and 2012 was our last year with that lineup. Wow, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, from about the early 2000s on, we, a lot of that was in, in the US. Mm. Um, uh, we were spending probably about three or four months of the year in the US. I, I take it that was a really generous market for you. Yeah, look, um, when, when we headed over there, because we'd already been um, well-known and successful in Australia for um, you know, eight or nine years, I guess, by then, um, and we really just treated it as an adventure. We, didn't, we had no illusions that we were going to crack the American market. We just, um, we just went, oh, let's, let's go over there and see what we can do. And, and, uh, um, and so we got someone to release the, the records and the DVDs and stuff, and then... Um, uh, but the big thing was then we got onto the Disney. We'd been going for a year or so just doing little things. And we, we were with the same company that did Barney, the Purple Dinosaur. Yeah. And they had, a, they had a touring show. And we used to go over and we'd do five minutes in the intermission of the touring show. So we'd, sometimes we'd be, like one time we were in New York doing um, Radio City Music Hall for a week. Um, and, but we were just playing like five minutes a day and then we had the rest of the time to ourselves. So in the early days, it was quite good fun. We just got to see a lot of the country and, and had a lot of time off. But then um, yeah, Lyric was the name of the company that we were doing our videos and they got us on uh, the Disney Channel and then it just went nuts after that almost immediately. In, sort of within months, we, were, we went from playing, um, you know, half full sort of thousand-seat theatres to, to um, you know, uh, playing arenas. It's 5,000 seat arenas. That's amazing. That's a, I mean, that is an amazing aspect of the American market too, that it just has so much depth once you crack it. Absolutely. And when you come, like in Australia, if you're going to just do, like people who come from overseas to tour here, do the capital cities and they might do, you know, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, maybe Adelaide, maybe Perth. Over there, they've got just hundreds of cities of that size. So you, can, you could really go over there and just spend all, all your time there just touring. Um, we've kind of limited it because. You know, we had families and we're getting a little older and, and um, so we would go for about six weeks at a time, but we'd do probably three or four trips a year. And, and um, the, the question that uh, Brett couldn't answer when I asked, what colour uh, wiggle were you? <laughs> I was red. I was the red guy. Yeah. I was going to say that, George, but you didn't let me finish. <laughs> you, you didn't <laughs> oh, oh, you, you admit it. You didn't know. Oh, no. I know. To be honest, I didn't. I didn't know. Fine. I'll, I'll have to plead ignorance on that, uh, on that score. As you can tell, Murray, that we do a lot of research on this show. <laughs> that's right. We've you got. Know, you can just ask the questions when you get on. Correct. <laughs> that's, that's, we're a bit lazy that way. Yeah, our, our research team all quit. <laughs> what research team do we have? <laughs> so, so how many shows do you know? How many shows you you played in that in that twenty years or so? Yeah, um, I think Greg worked it out. It was about seven thousand. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, the, first few, 
the first few years, because we did multiple shows a day, we would do like three shows, three, sometimes four shows a day. I, I think the first three or four years that we we did it as a full-time thing, we were doing about 500 shows a year. Um, there was more than that. There was more than that on top. I mean, you had to go to the recording studio. You had to cut videos. I mean, when, when did when did you find the time to do all that? Uh, just in between tours. <laughs> I know it was it was really insane. The whole schedule was really insane. And I think probably by the end of the the time when when Jeff and I, Greg had kind of already left and come back, but it was um, yeah when we decided to to um, to stop the whole yeah stop touring and, and try out a new lineup. Um, there probably was an element of burnout. I, I kind of didn't really recognise it, and you know we probably just needed a rest. But um, uh, yeah, it was it was just it was full on. It was really full on. But it was you know it was great fun. And and when it's happening, and um, you know when yeah great amazing things are happening, you, you kind mm. of just go with it. Mm-hmm. But when when did the fun start leaching out? Well, I think it's, it was the grind of the touring, really, in just in the last few years before we, before I left, because um, uh, the shows were always fun. We always loved playing the live shows. Uh, they were just such great audiences and mm. um, crazy. You know, anything could happen almost. And uh, and the and the parents were great too. And and uh, um, it was just once you've been, especially in the states, because you know, six weeks on a bus. Um, and you, we're playing all, all sorts of places. So sometimes it would be little places. And the first time you go to, um, you know, Birmingham, Alabama, it's kind of interesting. But the third time, not so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no offence to anyone in Alabama. <laughs> um, but but and, and I just use that as an example. Like this, like you never get sick of going to, to New York or LA or Chicago, or some of those places. But, you know, some of, some of the other places have just a little less to offer, which is probably great for living there, but not so great for... You know, just popping in for a day or two. So you saw, you saw some pokey holes. Yeah, yeah. Stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis Blues again. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other great thing in America, though, is nearly every town you go to, there's a song. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so yeah. Anthony and I would quite often, we'd usually um, come up with the songs. <laughs> well, well uh, just a question for you. Who came up with uh, My Dog Wags? Uh I think that might be Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, because that was a that was a really popular one with my two oldest. Is that right, George? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and me. And <laughs> I was going to say, truly, it's I, George. Yeah, that's that, true. true. I, I sang that a lot. Even <laughs> even in the preamble, he raved on about wags. For, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know. He knows his stuff. He <laughs> <need> <laughs> so, um, so Murray, um, was there a plan to to retire and and start the you know like the next lineup like did you guys have a you know a couple of year plan okay in two um, years we're gonna we're gonna pull the pin it was probably only really a year i think it was the beginning of our last year um we we decided it um it, it, jeff kind of initiated it a bit just jeff's as you probably know brett is a little bit older than than us and um he's about 100 isn't he yeah now? he's, he's <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's like Travis. Travis in, in oh, the All Nighters is seventy-one. So. Oh, so Jeff Jeff is older. He doesn't look. He he's, doesn't look. He's much older. Yeah, he's, 60, he's sixty-eight this year. I think sixty-eight. Mm, right. Yeah. yeah, I'm sixty this year. So, um, he's he um yes, and he was having a few sort of health issues back back and a few other things, and he just kind of he'd been saying for a while, you know, it's not an indefinite thing. You can't just keep doing it forever, mm. and because uh, it's a pretty high energy show too. Anyway, he kind of went, oh, I think um, 
I think I might be done. And, hang, on, uh, hang on a minute. What, wasn't he mostly asleep? <laughs> it was what what he what we made him do when he woke up was. So it was pretty much just the year, and um, we already had the, the new Wiggles had already had already been working with us in various capacities. Uh, we had another show that was based around Dorothy the Dinosaur, and that, I think they'd all, all been through that, and uh, and they'd come on the road with us as dancers and sort of backing singers and stuff. Um, so they pretty much just slotted in. We didn't sort of do auditions or anything. And, and um, uh, yeah, so then we just announced it at the beginning of 2012 and pretty much spent that year doing farewell shows and, and, uh, and then finished up at the end of the year. The, the, I think we played in Sydney just a few days before Christmas was our last show together. And, and um, uh, so, yeah, then that took a little while to, to establish the new lineup because, mm. you know, everyone just went, oh, they're not the Wiggles. They're the Wiggles. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, but you know the thing is, the great thing about our audience is that um, there's new lot coming along all the oh, time, and so there's kids now who go to see the new Wiggles. I can walk through the audience and they don't know who I am. The parents all do. But, yeah, but yeah. You know, the parents are going, "Look, it's Murray," and the kids like because because a lot of those <laughs> those parents were the kids that were dancing. They were. They knew all of them. that old. But but the the. Um, the the new lineup. It, 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 so the Wiggles is not a franchise. At, no, at no, we up. no, we 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 did um, have a couple of franchises that, that we kind of ran, or one of them we ran, but they were foreign foreign language ones, and uh, it didn't didn't work that well. It's a bit hard to control, mm. so we sort of pulled the pin on that. But no, the, the new Wiggles is is um, is ours. Yeah. So, Murray, do you, are you are you still involved? Like, is it are you still a a partner in the the, yep. the, the brand? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm you know, on the board and all that stuff. I, I just I was at a, another Zoom meeting just before this. Right. On the board, it, 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 it's a real business. It is. Wow, Jesus, That's George, great. it's it's a real business. I mean, all right, I can't, I can't believe. No, no, it is a real business. I know yeah. it was a it was a big machine. I get that, but but it's not the concept. That most people have no, of, no, of not. musos, yeah. like you know, that they have yeah. a board. It's funny because the me- I used to hate the meetings when I was actually, you know, doing the shows. But um, really? now I really like them because I, you know, I get to see Jeff and Anthony and, and uh, Lockie and Emma, and they're, they're great people. So it's but who, kind of who, social as much as any. Who put that together? That kind of structure. Like it- oh, well, we did, yeah, years ago, yeah, yeah. So we had so you- we had the normal kind of management that that most um, sort of rock bands have initially. Where, yeah. where um, um, our first manager was um, Jeremy Fabini, who was mental as anything, and the cockroaches manager, mm-hmm. and then uh, then we had another guy for a while. Yeah, we where they have their own sort of management company, and and you pay them a, 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 um, a um, everything a commission. Yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah, no, a commission. <laughs> up up and the then, cost. And then just uh, we just got advice from people, and 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 sort of changed it into more a, a company that that has a. Yeah, managing director and that that kind of stuff. And and has Paul been the manager long term now? At like, uh, yeah, he's we we had two people running it for a while, and then the last few years, um, uh, Paul was doing it, and, and uh, we just had have a, had a, a change again now, so we're, right. we're doing some restructuring. Yeah, right. So. Oh, interesting. Well, it's no, I love I love that. It's yeah. run like a business. It's great. Fantastic. It would be one of the rare, one of the rare, one of the rare musical or creative type organisations that does have a proper board. I would think. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it kind of worked well for us, and it means that we have control, and you're not you don't have a manager saying 
you got to do this. Although, you know, there's always a bit of that. <laughs> so, so I, Tony, like you guys sort of re, semi-retire, you go onto the board, you become fat and, and you know, like all that <laughs> yeah, sort of and stuff. Middle-aged. And middle-aged. And Tony still manages to get up there, in, you know, like day after day and hmm. and have that genuine charisma that he's got. Hmm. How does he bloody well do that? He's just nuts. <laughs> well, I, was, I, I know Tony well enough to know that that, that is um, he resembles that comment. <laughs> so he's, he's the last man standing, right? Yeah, well, he's, uh, he got very fit in the last 10 years. Um, uh, that's one thing. Uh, he slowed down a little bit. He won't mind me saying that. Uh, and that's the good thing about having some young people in the group. You can kind of – he's kind of taken – a bit of the role that I used to do, you know, if, if the dancing was too hard, I'd say, oh, I'll just play guitar on this one. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but he loves it. He just loves it. And he's, he's very driven. He's a really driven person. And um, uh, even though, like, we're still involved, it's, it's – and the new Wiggles are very much involved. But um, he, he's, like, the heart of it and really uh, drives things. He's an amazing ideas person. Mm. Um, but part of my role used to be – um, to corral Anthony's ideas a bit, and right. um, and sometimes there'd be a bit of friction about that because it might maybe seemed like I was being a bit negative about things. But after you know, the more we worked together, we realised that worked really well. That um, he would have like a million ideas, and I, and I would help him kind of go, well, how about just these ones? <laughs> uh, but it's yeah, it, it, he's he, he just loves it. It's his life, and and um, I, 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 it's hard to imagine him stopping. I think so. Yeah. So. As the as the juggernaut that the Wiggles is, how many people, how how many people are involved now? Um, well, we have about thirty full time staff in our office. Uh, there's there's the uh, the four Wiggles, and then it depends on the tour. There's um, musicians and dancers, so it's quite a, quite a big t- touring party. Mm. Um, is the office located? Here in Australia or overseas? It's at a, it's at a secret location. There. No, no, of course it's secret. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We no, can't reveal. A, McDonald's at San Susie, right? <laughs> 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 the old. That's where you started. <laughs> no, we've, we've got a, we've got a, an office out in um uh out at uh, uh what's it near? It's called. Uh, yeah, you've been there. Reason. You've been there, have you? That would be <laughs> Way well, out. You know, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, out near where the yeah, fields grew west, up, right? Out west. Yeah, right. Oh. Uh, well, no, I, spent, I've, I have spent a lot of time there and I, I, I still do spend a bit of time there because we, we have studios there too. We have a recording studio and, and a um, TV studio in, in the, in the, the uh, building. Wow. Um, yeah, right. Uh, Pre-COVID, you know, I'd go there for meetings but also, uh, you know, for other things, but during the Wiggles time, I was there a lot. So that's where we'd film stuff. So we've had that probably ten years or maybe more. Yeah, Bella Vista. So wow, I, I remember um, real estate's a bit cheaper out there. <laughs> well, I just thought uh, you know, like uh, you know, the internationally famous. Uh, you know, I I just assumed maybe Bondi or uh, Lord Blues, uh, <laughs> nah, Lara. Nah. Not those silver tails, forget yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Even Cronulla, you know. No, no. <laughs> Nobody goes back to Cronulla, George. <laughs> so, uh, so you finish up and you obviously take some time off. And um, so tell us about what you're doing now, I guess. 
well, when I first left the Wiggles, I just sort of um, played with as many different people as I could. So I was in about six or seven bands there for a while. I remember that. That's <laughs> Every time um, I every time I'd see a poster or something on Facebook, Murray'd be in the band. I think Jesus, <laughs> it was pretty nuts. The, man, the yeah. man for all seasons. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then, um, so I, I still I still do two things. Um, but my main thing is um, uh, a band, which is kind of my band, which is uh, called the Soul Movers, uh, and that came about. That, the Soul Movers actually existed before I, I joined. Um, it was uh, Dennis Tech from Radio Birdman. He and his his partner at the time, Lizzie Mack, um, who's a singer, um, started this band and, and did did a, an album and um, and they played around a bit. I think they they toured Spain and things like that. And Lizzie's someone who I've seen around for years. She's really tall, so I used to notice her at gigs. She'd go to lots of gigs. Didn't never knew she could sing. And I got hold of the the first Soul Meters album and I was just blown away by her voice. She's just an amazing singer and. Uh, so I got in touch with her and said, "Hey, you want to you want to do some music?" And we started playing together with some other people. And, and then I, I said, "Why don't we you know, resurrect the Soul Movers, um, that, the name and everything, and, and and do that?" And it's just kind of gone from there. So we've had a few lineup changes over the last few years, but we've done two, uh, two albums. Um, the last one we did, we recorded in uh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and Memphis, Tennessee, with some of the guys from the Swampers who um, played on heaps of like great soul music from the 60s and then sort of rock stuff from the 70s. Um, so that, that was just an amazing adventure again. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all about just having the adventure. And, um, uh, yeah, so that's been great. We've, we've just been slowly building it up and it's... Uh, yeah. Murray, Murray, how good are you on the grill, mate? I see you in... Uh, Sorry, stop, say that again. How good are you on the grill? I, I see you in uh, Stop, Take a Minute. You're, um, <laughs> you're, you're working the grill and, mind you, they, they put a shitload of makeup on your face. <laughs> um, you're, yeah. looking, you're looking beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, the hairnet's the most fetching part. <laughs> oh, I think you're right up there. Was that, was that... <laughs> well, you know, it's back to the future in a way because um, when I was a teenager, I worked at uh, San Susie McDonald's. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know this murray but my dad was ronald, the first ronald mcdonald in australia is that true yeah i did i did the hamburglar gig for quite a few years actually wow before they yeah. before they axed the hamburglar uh was that yeah. your they axed the hamburglar yeah yeah oh. he was too scary apparently oh okay <laughs> maybe it's just because i never turned up once the band started <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say was that your introduction to showbiz well no before well before then because oh, dad right. dad was a clown so, oh, right. so Murray, I've got a couple of questions that um, that when I uh, put up that we were going to be interviewing you, I had a, a, a flurry of emails, um, and one of them, one of the, I'll ask a couple of them actually. One of them was the best memory or the best gig you ever did, the, something that really stands out in your career. Uh, uh, there's probably actually a few, but um, uh, the f- when we played Madison Square Garden, it's probably um, the biggest. Thing just because it was so huge. The other ones related to that, we did also did the Macy's um, Thanksgiving Day Parade, um, wow. three three years in a row. So just those kinds of things. Because um, when I was in my twenties, I went to New York with a buddy of mine, and I'd just gone through some sort of personal turmoil, and we just we had like three weeks there, and so just had you know the most amazing time. So I kind of had this um, uh, love affair, I guess, with New York, as a lot of people did. So to actually do some of those things and be going down Broadway on a 
on a float in the Thanksgiving Day Parade was was pretty mind blowing. So I, I take it there were millions of people out on the street. There were, and it was funny because the first year um, we were in this little car, and uh, that was our float, no expense spared. <laughs> there was there were people there going, "What's a wiggle? What's a wiggle?" <laughs> the, 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 all the cops knew us. Nearly all the cops knew us because they all had kids, and yeah. um, that, so it just it was very surreal. <laughs> Yeah, and Madison Square Gardens. I mean, how many people were you playing in front? Uh, of? Well, we played we played in the theatre part, which is still six thousand people because we always tried to li- limit it. Um, yeah, we would we wouldn't do like twenty thousand. So I think the biggest crowd we played played to at our own show was in uh, Washington DC. There were about ten thousand there. Um, but, wow, they're big. But yeah, it was just the name, really. Just you know, actually playing there. And we and the night before we did our first run there. Um, the strokes were on the, the the strokes had just hit big and, and they were on wow. the front cover of Rolling Stone mm-hmm. and they played there the night before we started and they did one show and we did twelve. <laughs> wow! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so so next question: um, What was the first gig you ever went to? I saw um, it was at the Orange Emico Centre, I think, in, in Orange, New South Wales, and it was sherbet. Um, in 1973. Sherbet. And are you that old? No, no, really. Are you that old? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was God, it? Daryl Summers. Daryl Braithwaite. Daryl Braithwaite. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Daryl. <laughs> See, I'm not that I'm, old. I'll never forget know. what's his name, right? <laughs> so, it's funny, uh, my, I was having dinner last night with my family and, my, and something came up about Sherbet and and... My wife said something about Daryl Braithwaite, and my daughter, who's twenty-five, went, "Was Daryl Braithwaite in Sherbet?" It's just kind of one of those weird that's, things. That's I, a like she knew who Daryl Braithwaite was, but they all, all do. <laughs> How yeah. many kids do you have, Murray? Two, two. Yeah. Girl, girl. No, girl, boy. Girl, boy. Um, my, my girl's. Oh, she's actually twenty-six next week. Yep. And my son's twenty-three. Yeah, right. Um, what and what do they do? Are they uh, in in the music biz? No, no, they they like music. My son kind of rejected it because when he was young, because he said that's what takes dad away, which was right. kind of a bit sad. But, yeah, right. but yeah, he's, right. he's artistic. He's the young one. He he, um, he draws. He does sort of um, comic book art, and he's actually been in um, in the US and in, in New Jersey at a college there that specialises in that, that sort of art. Wow! But, uh, he's doing it remotely now. He, he came home because it was getting a bit crazy over there. But uh, so, yeah, he's so, he's pretty good. At that. So you didn't. You didn't take your family and kids with you when you went on tour. We occasionally did, but it was once they were at school, it was kind of a bit hard, especially yeah, right. in high school. It was pretty right. And then right, my right. daughter's my daughter's studying; she's doing a, a PhD in history, history and gender studies, and uh, she also she's slightly disabled, so she plays some um, uh, wheelchair basketball, and she's in the Australian wheelchair basketball team. So oh, wow! Thing that got cancelled. She was supposed to be going to the Paralympics in uh, August, but uh, that's next year now. So. Wow! Wow! That's that's incredible. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I find it incredible that people can play tennis or basketball in wheelchairs. So, because you know, oh, yeah. I always think yeah. of it as a very it's fast. Yeah, it is fast. You should say it. it's a great game. It's like just, it's not just a great disabled game. It's a really, really great game. Yeah. Right. Right. That's amazing. That's amazing. And um, so you've been married for how many years? Uh, thirty something. Thirty one. Thirty one. I yeah. should get that right, shouldn't I? You get less for murder. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a couple more questions uh, before we wind up. Um, best advice you've ever been given? Um, 
I think probably uh, it's it's sounds cliche, but it's just it, it is because it's true. It's um just to believe in yourself and believe you know what you're doing, um, mm. and and kind of, and part of that is sticking to your guns. And I think that's what we did with the Wiggles. Yeah, we, we had a few naysayers at the beginning. Yeah. We had a, um we had a, an agent that we went to see when we first started because we we're trying to do school shows, and and she said, oh, there's four of you. You can never make a living with four people. And, uh, and we, we fortunately didn't listen to her. So, and we've had a few of those along the way. So we, it, it, some people might think it's arrogant, but we just kind of think, well, we know what we're doing and we know, um, you know where things should go. So I think yeah, it's that sort of sticking to your guns and believing in yourself is pretty important. Yeah, I think you, um, you've, got to, you've got to get on that track and just keep on pushing forward, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I look, you know, it's one of those things. It's one of those things, Murray, isn't it? That um, you know, especially when you when you come up with an innovative idea, uh, there's always a there's always a, a temptation to ask the people around you. But you know, I guess if they were all for it, they would have come up with the idea themselves. So why why listen? <laughs> yeah, listen to them. yeah, I think that's right. And, and look, as as I say about my what my dad said to me, I mean, it, it could have. It could have not happened. We could have gone the wrong way with it and it might not have happened. Mm. I, bet he, uh, I bet yeah. he used to tell all his mates, gee, hasn't he done well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, do, he does actually say, because he brings that up occasionally, he goes, oh, yeah, I was wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's good. It takes a big man to, to admit does, you're wrong. Yeah, he's good like that. So, oh, man. so uh, George, have you got anything more for Murray? before Murray... We- no, mate. I mean, I, I look forward to having a, a, a beer with you one day when uh, when COVID nineteen is over. Um, I'm looking forward to having a beer with anyone. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> but I yes, George, exactly. I feel the same. Not to take away from what you're saying. <laughs> so uh, to finish up, the last question. Oh no, that's that's going to be a big one for this bloke, isn't it? It Why is. Go- I know. There's I know. So many. There's so many to choose from. So <laughs> we always finish with a with a song. Um, and uh, and it's probably the hardest um, question for most guests, but for you it's probably even harder because your whole life is music. Um, mm. So what song? What am I going to play? Uh, say like my favourite song of all time. Yeah, yeah, one that really moves you or inspired you or something that uh, is your favourite that you never never get sick of listening to. One thing uh, I was going to mention, when I was growing up in Orange, um, there was a really great um, sort of community of musicians there, and it was, it, you know, sometimes you think not much is happening in the country, but it was actually um, a lot of really great players. And one of them was um, this guy uh, Colin Newham, who who um, was sort of a bit of a mentor um, with some with me a bit when when I was younger, and um, he went on to join the Reels. Ah, yes. the Reels, the Reels came from Dubbo, which was just down the road yep. from Orange, and and. Um, uh, and so when they first moved to Sydney, it was about the same time I first moved to Sydney. I used to go and see them all the time. And um, uh, I just loved those, just so innovative and, and um, perverse. <laughs> they were their own worst enemies in some ways because they kept changing all the time just as people kind of got the hang of them. So um, uh, I just remember the first time I heard Quasimodo's Dream. Um, it was just, wow. I, I just thought, I was just so blown away by it. That, that, um, Amazing song. Came up with that. And, and when I hear it now, it's, it's, it's the... Um, the same thing. It's like it's. I mean, the sound of it's a bit of the eighties, but um, but it's just such a great song, and I've I've heard it done by different people in in different ways. So um, yeah, so let's go with that. Murray, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. 
you're, um, you're an inspiration to a lot of people out there, and um, yeah, and you're not dead yet. No, <laughs> not, not dead no. Yet. hopefully got a little while left. <laughs> can I can I just say can I just say it's a, it's a, it's a real a compliment to you yeah. and 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 the boys um, from the Wiggles uh, that um, despite all the great success, uh, it's so it's so easy to become arrogant and uh, you know. Um, spoil like a lot of like like a lot of bands have over the years but mm. you guys are you you strike me as a very down-to-earth approachable fellow and it's it's a it's a wonderful thing oh cheers jeff yeah what's your name george just yeah, <laughs> wake up jeff <laughs> no, no it's george i don't know where that came from um uh i i guess we we've we we did it to each other like we always if anyone and no one really got a big head but if you ever like look like you might the other guys would just bring you down, mm. but it's also it's, it's, it's the Aussie way, you. and it's also the audience too. Like we're not, we're not, we don't think of ourselves like big rock stars or something like that. You know, we've had huge success, but but you know, our audience are these little kids and and parents and like real, like really real people. It, yeah, it's not that we, we're not surrounded by the kind of fakeness that some showbiz is. Mm. And um, but it is a wonderful, uh, it's okay. it, it is a wonderful trait that Aussies and 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 I, I dare say Kiwis have that we just keep it. Yeah, keep I, I it totally agree. Earth. We, yeah. we used to have video guys in because we had screens and stuff when we were touring in America, and, and we always had the the um, American crew, and uh, they would they would say to us, none of the other acts that they worked for would talk even talk to them. We'd always hang out with the crew, we, you know, we're all working together, and yeah. uh, they said the only ones who did were us and ACDC. There you go, Aussies, <laughs> Aussies. Cool. Aussies. Aussies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and drummers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Murray, thanks a lot for it's been a real pleasure, Murray. Murray. Nice to talk to you guys, and uh, right, and terrific. hopefully we'll be able to put that show on that we were going to do for Vivid yeah. very soon. We'd love to do that. Like another comeback tour for Brett Pattinson. Yeah, why not? Never <laughs> too going, mate. Dead a long time. Yeah, there's an audience there. Keep playing, I reckon. Exactly. Thanks, Murray. <laughs> Good on you, boys. See you next time. Take care. Thank you.
Quasimodo's dream 